Before the war. She sighs. Before the war. Then blinks her eyes and tries to work a smile. Old scenes. She says. Don't look the same no more. Old ways. She says. Seems to have changed their style. The pleasures that we had don't seem worthwhile. Them simple joys that passed an hour away. And troubles that we used to so revile. How small they look. She says. How small today. <sighs> this war. Sighs old Ma Flood. And when I seen the old girl sitting in our parlour there, telling her troubles to my wife, Doreen, as though the talking eased her load of care, I thinks of mothers, here and everywhere, smiling a bit while they are grieving sore for grown-up babies fighting over there. And then I hears them sigh. Before the war. My wife has took the social abbot bad. I ain't averse. One more new word I've learned. Averse to tea when tea is to be had. And when it comes, I reckon that it's earned. It's just a drink, as fur as I'm concerned. Good for a bloke that's toiling on the land. But when a caller comes, here I am turned into a social butterfly, off-hand. Then drink and tea becomes an oldie right. So's I won't bring the family to disgrace. I gets a bit of coaching overnight on riding winners in this bun-red race. I have to change me shirt and wash me face and look real neat from me waist up at least and sling remarks in at the proper place and not make noises drinkin' like a beast. Have some more cake. Another slice now, do. And won't you have a second cup of tea? How is the children? Oh, it makes me blue. This boudoir abbot ain't no good to me. I likes to take me tucker, plain and free. Tea and a chunk out on the job for choice. So I can stoke with no one there to see. Besides, I haven't got no company voice. Of course, I've had it out with the wife. I argues that there's work that must be done and tells her that I hates this tony life. She says there's duties that we must not shun. You bet that ends it. So I joins the fun and puts them all at ease with silly grins, slings bits of repartee like have a bun and passes bread and butter for me sins. Since I've been married, say, I've chucked some things and learned a whole lot more to fill the space. I've slung all slang, crook words have taken wings, and I have learned to entertain with grace. But when old Mrs. Flood comes round our place, I don't object to her for all her size, because I likes her ways, I likes her face, and most of all, she has them mother's eyes. Before the war, she sighs, the poor old girl. Her talk it gets me thinking, in between, while I'm assistant at this social whirl. She comes across for comfort to Doreen to talk about the things that might have been if Sid had not been killed at Suvla Bay, or Jim not done a bunk at seventeen and not been heard of since he went away. 
They have a little farm, right next to us, her and her husband, where they live alone. Spite of her cares, she ain't the sort to fuss or serve up sudden tears and sob and moan. And since I've known her, somehow I have grown to see in her, and all the grief that she's bore, a million brave old mothers who have known deep sorrow since them days before the war.